Welcome. I am so grateful you are here. Let's expand our consciousness. Information leads to transformation. Open your heart. Open your mind. We're on this ascension ride. It's an honor to bring this information to you. This is the Tabitha Polaris Show. Welcome, I am Tabitha Polaris, and on today's show, we're going to discuss tapping for emotional wellness with Amanda Ferret. Amanda has a prolonged history of education and experience in mental health and wellness field, social services, and family systems work. She received her undergraduate degree in family science from Montana State University and pursued a master of social work temporarily before having to attend her own, to her own needs. Amanda faced a great number of losses in a short span of time and needed to stop and focus on her own well-being. Amanda's healing journey was not an easy one. Losses continued and she battled with her own health and well-being. Amanda now takes life day by day with hope, grace, resilience, tackling each new challenge life presents. She uses her education, experience, skills, and passion to help other women heal and get back in the driver's seat of their lives. She is a certified emotional wellness counselor, EFT practitioner, and speaker that focuses on emotional awareness and mastery, grief and loss, and radical self-care. Amanda, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Yes, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I have been so curious about tapping. I know it's wonderful. I know it works. <laughs> I've seen, you know, uh, some stuff on it on Gaia TV. And I've heard people speak about how awesome it is if you especially have anxiety or anything like that. So for everyone listening that has not heard of EFT tapping, can you just briefly explain what exactly EFT tapping is for us? Yes. So the EFT stands for emotional freedom techniques and the techniques is plural because there is kind of a multitude of ways that tapping can be used, but it combines Eastern and Western practices. So we are literally tapping on acupressure meridian points on our hands, face, and body. And then the Western philosophy is that we're using talk therapy while doing so. So if you do it alone, you're using your own language and kind of work walking yourself through the process. If you're doing it with a practitioner, me as the practitioner is asking you questions, kind of gathering more information and then reflecting that language back to you in a way that works you through the process. So what it does, the science behind it is, as soon as you start tapping on those acupressure meridian points, you're telling your sympathetic nervous system your limbic system, which is in charge of your emotions, and your amygdala in your brain, which is in charge of fight, flight, or freeze, to calm down. So all the stress response systems in your body are told, it's okay, take, take a breath, you're all right. And then you can enter a rest and repose state. And from there, you can actually access deeper parts of your subconscious and other parts of your brain. So you can move from one emotional state to another. You can make clearer, more you know, concise and <laughs> decisions that are, you know, you're in control of and you've got more clarity. And you can also go back and dig into old memories, thought patterns, beliefs, trauma, and do that healing work so that you can kind of 
you know, you can't change any memories or experiences, but you can change your perspective around them. You can change those old thought patterns and beliefs and go in and do that healing. Cause our brains are amazing, amazing things with neuroplasticity and tapping is one of the tools that can help do some of that healing and rewriting. Amanda, you said something amazing, uh, many amazing things, but the one, th- <laughs> one thing I wanted to say was change your perspective. Yes. That's what we have control over. Yes. So if we have emotional trauma or pain or anything, what can we control? We can control our perception of it. Yes. And our perspective. Yes. You know, we can't control that it happened. We can be grateful for it. We can learn the lessons. But a whole other aspect to healing and moving forward is to change your perspective. And I just mentioned that to uh, someone a few days ago. So I really love that you said that. Before I get into maybe talking about the benefits that you haven't said already of tapping, I'm just curious, can you just explain, say I sign up for a tapping session, I'm going to sit in a chair and relax, and you're going to tap different parts of my body and and I'm and say different things, or what happens during a session? This is what I'm dying to know. <laughs> Actually, you tap on yourself. Oh, I do so the tapping. You do. It's, so it's like a game of Simon Says. Oh. So Zoom is wonderful. And it's like all of us have been able to build our tapping businesses, regardless of the pandemic currently happening, because I don't have to be in the same space as my client. We can do it over Zoom or another way where I can see their face and upper body. And so I literally ask them the questions, gather the knowledge and the information that I need so that I know what to say in the tapping. And then I start tapping on my body in the sequence that I need to. And I say a phrase and they repeat that phrase back. So it's literally this magical game of Simon Says that does the healing work. So do I copy your motions of tapping or do I intuitively put my hands or, or fingers in my different areas of my own body? I'm following there's you? A, yeah, there's a sequence. So you would follow the practitioner. So it always starts on the karate chop point, which is the side of the hand. And that's where we do what's called our setup phrases. And then it goes to the top of the head. So if you like drew a line from your nose all the way back and from your ears up where those points meet is kind of where you'd go on the top of your head. Then there's the eyebrow point. So kind of towards the center of your eyebrows right above them. Then side of the eye. So literally straight out from the corner of your outside corner of your eyes on the bones there under the eye, which is literally on your cheekbones under the nose. So between the bottom of the nose and the top of your lip chin. So between the bottom lip and chin and then collarbone points so are right on your collarbones under the arms. So for us ladies, that's kind of where our bra band hits under our armpits and then under the chest, um, which can get tricky again for us ladies. <laughs> so I, I adapt that point and I actually go under my sternum and under my xiphoid process and we'll tap there because you're still getting that liver point meridian and then wrists, which we just tap our wrists together. Wow, that's really, really interesting. I mean, there's got to be tons of science behind it, but that whole spiritual side of it, there it must be like breaking up energy, right? You know, like breaking up energy blocks. And then the science is, I guess, those acupressure points and the meridian flow of the body. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there's so much more to discuss on oh, that. There's it's, a ton, yeah. We could, that, that could be a whole show by <laughs> itself, but I don't want all the listeners' ears to explode. This is so fascinating to me. Do you know who invented the, this technique or the history of it? You know, I'm going to get their names wrong. It was two gentlemen. Okay. Um, 
And Gary, I know the first name is one. And he actually was doing Western. I'm horrible at remembering names. Um, he was doing, he was working with this woman on phobias. And she had this horrible phobia of water. She wouldn't get in water. And so he had tried all these Western practices, tried all these Eastern practices. And finally, he's like, I'm going to combine a couple of them and see what happens. And within a two-hour session that he was doing by the pool, got her comfortable enough and calmed down enough that she felt safe submerging in the pool. Wow. And from there, it was developed and born. Um, and if anybody is interested in the science, Dr. Peta Stapleton has a book called The Science Behind Tapping, and she's done a ton of research. Um, but its effects in the brain are similar to cognitive behavioral therapy, but they last longer and they're more effective. So how many sessions would be an effective, you know, start or it's just ongoing or you're not sure you, right. you take each client at a time? Right. It kind of depends upon what somebody's needs are, right? Mm. If we're going back and doing inner childhood trauma work and, you know, digging into memories, um, Dr. Peter Stapleton kind of talks about there's always a global issue, which is kind of like a tabletop. And then we have all the legs underneath it. So how many memories or experiences solidified whatever that tabletop is, the global the global belief or global thinking or global emotion. And, you know, so if you've got a ton of beliefs that have been solidified throughout your lifetime that are holding up that tabletop, it's going to take some more tapping possibly. Mm. But we say at least, we'd like people to do at least three to five sessions, depending. Um, and then I've had people that are like, you know, I just need help making this decision and I'm getting in my own way. Mm. Can we tap for a couple hours and just help me like, get out of my own head and figure out what I need to make. That's kind know, of meditative, right? It's kind right. of meditative. That's kind of cool. So I know you spoke a little bit about this before. Just are there any other benefits to tapping that we didn't mention? You know, I, the, it literally is called emotional freedom techniques because you get this sense of freedom mm. and it can apply to so many things. Some of the practitioners I graduated with, they use it for, you know, all the emotions and things that come up for their kids that have food sensitivities. There's been people that use it for, you know, habit cessation or building habits. So it's got so many different applications that it really is this kind of magical tool. Um, but some of the cool things that happen, like as you're tapping, you might start yawning mm. because you literally are kind of going to that rest state. So you get a better oxygen flow. So you might find that you're getting better sleep. Again, I would probably start crying. <laughs> Crying <laughs> happens. Yes. I would totally cry if I started right? tapping. I just know it. It's something would release. People, exactly. And there's people <laughs> that are like, I am not a crier. Oh my gosh, I'm crying. And it's like, yeah, your body needed that release. Yeah. Like, it's a uh, healthy thing. It's okay. Um, for some folks, they might bounce back up, right? We use what's called the suds to kind of determine how intense whatever it is you're experiencing is feeling in your body. And for some people, they start tapping and all these memories or things will be triggered and come up and they're like, oh, I thought I was okay. And now I'm not okay. And and we're trained in how to put that all away or deal with all of that in the method I'm trained in, thankfully. But it can be this thing, you know, people often want something linear and tapping can be very like up and down because mm. you never know what the subconscious is going to bring forward. It might be like, hey, you're, you're calm enough and you've done some work. Do you remember this one time mm. when this one thing happened? Let's work on that today. And you're like, where did that come from? Like, <laughs> What in the heck? It sounds like it could be used for so many things. Yes. Um, physical and for emotional wellness. Yes. Very neat. How did you discover tapping? Well, um, I 
so a coach I knew, I knew she was going to have Jackie McDonald on Facebook for a live. And I had literally just got out of getting my astrological chart read for the first time. Like I'd always dabbled in doing my own chart, but I'd had my chart read for the first time by an intuitive astrologer. And I had already been bawling for an hour, right? Because it was a super powerful read. And then I hop on Facebook right as I'm out of that. And there, there was Jackie and I logged on just as they were about to start the tapping. So I, like Simon says, I said, you know, I just started following along and out came the tears again. But with that, it was like this weight literally got lifted off my entire body. And things were, like you said earlier, that energy flow. It was like, okay, what is this magic? What in the heck is happening in my body? And how do I get to know how to do this all the time? For myself, for future clients. And not long after that, Jackie announced that she was going to be doing another training. And I was like, here's my credit card number. Sign me up. (laughs) I'm in. This is something I want to do. And so I'm trained in the basic uh, McDonald manifestation method. And I'm now in the advanced. And the advanced method is really cool because we're doing inner childhood work. So we're going back and looking at those memories and reworking our perspectives and things around that, as well as some inner warrior work and also future visioning. So we get to go and take care of past self and heal past self. We get to help present self cope and be in control. And we get to help you envision your future self, which I just, I think that's so amazing when you can take care of all those parts of self. Beautiful. I love the way you're thinking. The more you talk, the more I like you. (laughs) You speak in my language. (laughs) So you had some traumas in your past and you really um, came out of them and threw yourself into a life of even more service. So were you like a social worker before and then you had trauma and then you had more trauma and then, and you know, so I feel you and sending you love about it. Thank you. But I just wanted to acknowledge that publicly and just, uh, you know, thank you publicly for, you know, taking all of that pain and suffering and funneling that energy into doing something good. Yes. So, you know, I really, really think that's beautiful. Yeah. If I can help just one person, right, save themselves some of that pain and heartache that I had to figure out and navigate on my own, then I will have done my job. I will be successful because, you know, I experienced more losses than I could count in a three and a half year span. Um, Many of those within just a 15 month span, including watching my dad die, my grandpa and my grandma and a pet that I was super close to. And then I was going back to grad school Mm. and I wasn't giving myself any time to honor my grief or my emotions. And it got messy and life kind of imploded. And then it was like, okay, let's, let's look at what I need to do to take care of me. Let's learn how to take care of me first, because I've been really good at taking care of everybody else. And then once I was ready, I was like, okay, now how can I combine all of this? How can I take all of my education, my experience, both work and lived and personal, you know, personal and my passions, because I've always been that helper. I've always been the friend that other friends come to, right? And I'm just like, I just want to pay this forward because if I can save anybody just an ounce of the pain that I experienced, that would Mm. mean the world to me. 
to kind of threw you into some self-care too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> why does that, why is that? Whenever we all, exp- it's like a similar story with all of us. Whenever we experience any big trauma in life, it causes a major spiritual awakening and causes us to dive into self-care. Yeah. And then most of us throw <laughs> ourselves into a life of service to others. <laughs> funny how that happens funny Um, how that's a similar story right and I think it's because we get such a misconstrued picture of self-care and so we aren't good at doing it until we're forced to have to be good at doing it because it's the only way out because self-care was a huge part of my healing I was going to therapy I was doing all the things but until I really learned what self-care was and took an approach from a holistic person. So looking at all the aspects of self, right? Financial, social, occupational, physical, mental, emotional, all of it. And, you know, people joke about, you know, rewarding yourself for adulting, but self-care is kind of rewarding yourself for adulting. Like you paid your bills on time. That's good financial self-care. You have a savings account or a, you know, retirement plan. That's good financial self-care. So like, Bravo. it's okay. It's good to celebrate those things because that is good self-care. That's so funny. And people don't think about that kind of stuff as self-care. They think it has to be, you know, putting in an effort and paying money and going and getting a massage or doing, and it's like, no, you got dressed today. Good job. True. Like, True. When you're at the bottom of your rope, just getting dressed and taking a shower is a big accomplishment. Or it could even just be like breathing and taking a moment to like have a little prayer and meditation for for like a minute before you start your day. It could be like so many things. (laughs) Totally. So I would love for you to um, tell me about your amazing Facebook group. It's called Value Yourself Coaching. What are you doing there? Well, so my business page is the Value Self Counseling. And then my group that's associated with that is the Badass Women Breaking Barriers. Oh, I'm sorry. I got that wrong. So no worry. Your Facebook page is called Value Value Yourself Counseling. Correct. And that's where you post all your all your wonderful posts about everything <laughs> you do and all your services yeah. and inspire others. So yes. now the name of the Facebook group is? Badass Women ah. Breaking Barriers. I love you even more now for the name of your Facebook group. <laughs> Tell me what happens in the bad, badass Facebook group. So it's just a few weeks old right now, but we, it's a place where I can go. I do tapping Tuesdays. So I will typically go live on Tuesday evenings and do tapping in the group. Um, I also do hot tub, hot topics. So I have a hot tub and I'll go live from my hot tub and talk Get about out. whatever hot topics of the time are. You are so fun. tell me tell me the name of this group as you're talking i'm gonna go join it tell me it again badass women breaking barriers oh goodness and i just i wanted i was a member of tons of different groups and spaces but as a fat woman with disability and chronic and mental illness that also is a wellness professional right like there was no space that held room for all parts of me And I wanted a space where I could be 100% myself 100% of the time and invite other women to do the same. And so it's a group where we can lift each other up, celebrate our successes, support each other when we're struggling, and just be real about what it means to be a woman and face what society puts on us, what we put on ourselves, and just have no room for that BS and just break on through with each other's support. 
That's really cool. I'm writing this down because I'm really interested. So tapping <laughs> Tuesdays and when is the hot tub? Just randomly. Random. Oh, I'm I love Portland, that. I'm in Portland, Oregon. So you're it's in weather Oregon. dependent. Yeah. It's weather dependent. So you have a hot tub outside? I do. Yeah. You're so lucky. That's on my dream board. Hot tub. It was an absolute necessity when I bought my house because of my chronic pain. Absolutely. Um, so it you is know, a lifesaver. You know, I had I had chronic pain for a while, so I got an infrared sauna, mm. and that really helped a lot. And um, now I don't suffer from that anymore, only when it rains occasionally. But um, yeah, I just, you know, eliminated chemicals from my diet, ate really clean, healthy, organic food, and um, started meditating, raising my frequency, just like hitting hitting like all the healing from all areas yeah. and it helped a lot um but yeah every once in a while I'll I'll get a slight headache when the pressure changes from a weather system when it's dramatic like I'm oh I can yes. forecast weather I'll be like I know it's gonna rain soon <laughs> I feel it in my bones yeah. like it's really funny so I would love to just know a little bit about you know, your offerings. So how, how do people get in touch with you? How, what are your offerings and how does that work? So there's an application process to work with me. And the reason for that is I want to make sure I'm the absolute best fit for you and that you're the best fit for me and that we aren't going to waste each other's time or energy because those are resources you can't get back. And I am, I operate from the umbrella of like absolute harm reduction. So I don't ever want to take somebody on that isn't a good fit and possibly do harm. Um, and if I'm not your best bet or your best fit, like I know a ton of other amazing practitioners that I just graduated with and will help people kind of find the right fit. Um, but I do have some spots open and it's just a bit link. So it's like bit.ly slash VYC apply. Um, and I do it by packages typically. So you can buy however much time and the first session's a 90 minute session so that we can get established. I can teach you what tapping is and you can get a feel for what that looks like. And then you kind of get to decide, you know, this week's a tougher week. I needed that full 90 minute session or this week I just need, you know, to remember what my affirmations are. I just need a 45 minute checkup. Um, so, or people can buy individual sessions at a little bit higher rate. Great. And then you also are on Instagram at value, yes. value yourself counseling. Yes. Your Facebook page is value yourself counseling. And those links will be in the description of this episode and in the website blog and everything. So people could find you. And, um, you know, when you close your eyes and think about maybe your future, like 10 years from now, what's like your vision for like your ideal situation of where you'd want to be in 10 years? Oh, well, I'll be in my fifties, believe it or not. I guess if I'm totally honest, kind of my own Brene Brown of my time, right? Brene Brown is amazing. Yeah. But I want to kind of be the Brene Brown of like destigmatizing emotions mm. and like helping people just be comfortable with all emotions. Um, and she's great for like the empathy and shame and you know, compassion and vulnerability. I want to like get com people comfortable with all the like hard stuff, especially grief. You know, my journey has had a lot of grief um, and just be out there helping people. I want to work myself out of a job. Basically. I want people to have all the emotional tools to support themselves. Right. And be healed and be well. And yeah, I just, I would love to have worked myself out of a job and be having to figure it out again at 52 because 
everybody's doing so wonderfully. That would oh, be that's, amazing. That's beautiful. So we're all going to hold that vision for you right now and just take a moment and breathe that in and exhale. Beautiful. What a beautiful vision. So um, how have you been this year? This was a crazy year. How, how have you been doing? I, obviously, you're able to treat people through Zoom. So you were able to yes. do that. And how was the year for you? You know, it's been tough. I had literally just gotten, you know, through my healing, I actually got agoraphobic, very mildly agoraphobic when I was at my darkest. And so was just working myself out of that, was starting to go to networking events, was starting to build social circles again. And then COVID hit. And I was like, oh my gosh, am I going to go backwards? Am I going to regress? Am I going to mm. turn back into this person that can't leave the house? And so I've been very conscientious of that. And again, with my health, I also have to be very COVID cautious. And so I've been trying to like find this balance of like, okay. And I'm also a cancer. So introverted, like I'm that very ambivert, right? Like I've got extrovert parts of me and very introvert parts of me. So it's been this balance of, you know, figuring out the give and take, but the hardest part is home is Montana. And so mm. not getting to travel and see people. So I have a friend that has a infant that I haven't met yet. He was born in August and things like that have been, yeah. been pretty difficult. I am thankful for technology, you know, Marco Polo and zoom and all these things that allow us to see each other's faces, but it's hard, you know, not getting to like hug and see people, you know, the one person I do, <laughs> But I do get to have physical contact with is my massage therapist because he's like my brother and I would literally die without, because I went, I went at the beginning of the pandemic, I did go like oh, four months stretch or more without. And I finally was like, I am in so much physical pain and emotional pain from not like having touch. I can't do this. And finally, like the state opened back up to like massage therapists. And I was like, get me on your books. Yeah. Because I can't do this. Gosh, I love like, massage therapy. Yeah. And I was just like, this is the, because it's the only thing that makes my disability with the hot tub manageable. So between, right. and so I was like, get me on your books. Not only do I need the friend FaceTime, I need the massages. Totally. <laughs> so he's been the only person that I've really been, you know, I've done social distance things in my yard or on my porch, right? Masked yeah. up and more than six feet away, but it's been tough to mm-hmm. go from being somebody that had just rediscovered and was re loving being social to having to figure it all out again. Yeah. And so I'm looking forward to life getting back to normal a little Me bit too. more. Oh my gosh. So. You know, you sound, you sound very, you sound very spiritual. Have you always been spiritual or did you have a little bit of an awakening yourself? Cause you, That's been you mentioned some well. sh- you said you sound you, you mentioned astrology, you know, yes. like, oh, she's she's speaking my language. And you can't see, but I'm surrounded by crystals. There and- you go. Now we can be best friends. Um, so, yes, I, I, I am very much woo. I am not religious. I am very spiritual. I celebrate the pagan holidays. And that has been a journey. And it came out of, you know, we weren't a super religious family, but we did Christmas and Easter and all those things. And my grandma died in December of 2017 towards the beginning of the month. And I just stayed cause I was on holiday break at that point from school. And I said, you know what? I've done Christmas every year for everybody. And damn it. This year we're doing winter solstice. 
I said, I'm starting, like, I'm tired of not honoring that part of me. We're doing a winter solstice. And my family was like, uh, okay, as long as we don't have to get naked and dance around a fire or anything. I was like, it's not, it's not you know, because my family is, my brother's a very conservative rancher. And, and so he was kind of, he was a little skeptical, but he played along and he brought in a barrel so we could have a fire and, and he only needed one warning to be quiet or have to go. <laughs> and then he played along nicely. And so it's been since then that I've just been able to like step into that part of myself without shame, without guilt, without feeling like I had to kind of hide it away. And it's been fun because my mom has started to explore and embrace that part of her too. In fact, one of my um, Christmas presents was this really cool book about goddesses and she's getting into crystals <laughs> and I've gotten some of my Montana friends into crystals. And these are people that would have never embraced anything, the slightest bit woo. And it's been nice to have that. And this year, one of my big goals has been to even become more spiritually aligned and it feels really good to be Beautiful. honoring that part of myself. It does. I mean, I think everyone else is having their little awakenings and realizing all the beautiful things that have been suppressed. Yeah. And um, there is, you know, there there is something so beautiful about discovering the power of your spirituality and all these amazing things and the energy around us. Yes. And um, it's a beautiful journey. So thank you so much, Amanda. Is there anything you'd like to share before we finally finish up? You know, just my words of wisdom are always, it's okay if you're not okay. And it's okay to ask for help if you're not okay. So if you are struggling in these times, reach out, find support and take good care of yourselves. Oh, thank you so much, Amanda. I hope this podcast brings many blessings to your life and your business. Thank you. And um, thank you again for spending time with us today. Thank you so much, Amanda. Thank you for having me. Thank you for holding this space with us today. May your hearts be filled with love and light. Keep your eyes wide open for signs from your angels. Many blessings to you. And looking forward to being with you next Tuesday.